okay, I love this too. You know, Jesus said when he came into the room after the resurrection, peace be with you. Mm-hmm. My peace be with you. My peace I give to you. Well, one of God's names is Jehovah Shalom, which is peace. And that's the peace he's talking about. Yeah. And it's completeness. It's wholeness. It's the coming together of opposites. It's yeah. why people say, why the nation of Israel even today would say shalom when they say hello and they say shalom when you say goodbye because it brings it together and it's where light informs darkness because that's that's kind of the key. Oof, yeah. You're listening to God Hears Her, a podcast for women where we explore the stunning truth that God hears you, he sees you, and he loves you because you are his. Find out how these realities free you today on God Hears Her. Welcome to God Hears Her. I'm Erin Eddy. And I'm Elisa Morgan. How often do you feel stressed, frustrated, overwhelmed? Do you feel those ways more often than you have peace? Even though this world is filled with events and people that can make us feel far from peaceful, Kay Wills Wyma is talking with us today about feeling the real, full peace that God grants us when we lean into Him. Kay Wills Wyma is a blogger, speaker, video podcaster, and a mother of five. She's an author of four books, including The Peace Project, a book where she leads readers through 30 days of finding and feeling peace. And we have a link for that book in the show notes. We are so excited to learn from Kay and speak to her about peace on this episode of God Hears Her. Kay, we go back quite a ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to remember exactly where we first met, but I was at one point in my life a Texan, as are you. When did our paths first cross? Well, can we just say that once a Texan, always a Texan, really? <laughs> I mean, does it ever go out of you? Sorry, Erin. I've heard about that. <laughs> heard about that. I'm starting to feel a little left out. Starting to feel a little left out. In Texas, we say it's a whole nother country. Right. <laughs> I'm a Southern always... girl. I can get it. I can play with. I can play with. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> well, anywho, we met a million years ago and I we have followed each other and um, yeah. clapped and cheered um, as God has, has, you know, lifted us into different spots. And a mm-hmm. lot of the spots where we've shared investment has have been places of women in leadership mm-hmm. and women learning to use their voices and mm-hmm. you're one of them girl you've been using your voice well i mm. sure have appreciated having you in my life and i you know that i love what you do because often i'll just shoot a little message going mm, that was so good and so even i'm so glad the way that you keep on keeping on and just can change and meet people where they are it's so terrific because sometimes i think we just feel like we've got one lane and that's it and i love that your purpose and gifting fits in several lanes and oh, same with aaron and mm-hmm. i know that we're just really technically meeting but i've really enjoyed when y'all connected i mm-hmm. i mean i'm one of those that hopped right on board with y'all because I just, I love what you do. Oh, mm, thanks. Thank you. Kay, you have mm-hmm. talked about lots of different eras, but let's start off with who you are as a woman right now at this point in your life. Just just give us a little mm-hmm. update. Mm. Well, I am, you know, a mid-centurion. Is that what you call your mid-50s? <laughs> and so my kids, I have five kids and they are young adults. So 24, 22, 2018. And then I have a tag along because that can happen. So 
it keeps you young. And so I have one that's going into high school next year. God bless him. Because, you know, he's going to have to. Oh, my goodness. And he has to fend for himself, as they all kind of do. But that one really is going to be getting worse. I live with very, very nice people. And I love these people that I'm next to. But, man, I like them. They're my favorite folks. And it's a delight to get to live life next to each other, really seeing the person. And I think that's hard this day and age because we're moved to objectify everything we do and the people, including ourselves. And so to be able to slow down for a second and just enjoy the people that walk life alongside of you is such a treasure and a gift. And I'm really thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so beautifully said. How did you come into seeing life that way? Because it's a fight. Yeah. It takes a lot of intentionality, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. I think sometimes it comes through hardship. I hate to say that. Because I'm a big believer that you can have intimacy with God in hardship mm-hmm. and in the great times. Yeah. Um, but I do think there's something that comes with bucking the system when the system has hurt you. And especially if it hurts your kids. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> don't mess with my people, you yeah. know. And so yeah. then the, then you kind of for a second go, hold on a second. That system isn't giving everything it said or everything mm-hmm. I thought it was going to and all those expectations. And, mm-hmm. and then you realize that that system changes. And it's at that point where you go, how much am I going to hand over to that of my worth or my identity? And the truth is none, because yeah. you're a daughter of the king, for goodness sake. Mm. And so to like really actually, I think those bumps let you bump up against that language. And we can choose to believe and to receive those amazing statements that the Lord God himself makes over us. But it's a little bit walking a different road. It's a great road. Mm. One of the greatest joys I have found of being in that position of life where you're a mom, but I'm just saying, even as a friend, I think mm-hmm. sometimes we forget that friendships are giving relationships also. Mm-hmm. But you're giving all the time. Mm-hmm. It's giving, giving, giving. And I actually think we're the happiest that way. And mm-hmm. if we're giving out of the fullness of who we actually are as declared and determined by God, mm-hmm. it's not a giving away, which is the world's economy like where you're depleted, it's a giving and you actually are made full. Mm. <laughs> and then it's like, As you I, give I out. want that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, and, and you're talking about, you know, stepping off of these expectations where mm. maybe your job is going to fulfill in, the, in this upward escalation mode or mm. the timeline of life. You know, you graduate mm-hmm. from high school and then you go on to a career or to college mm. or to marriage and then you have babies or, and then mm. your kids are supposed to get it. So what you're saying mm. is that when that really shakes out in the end, it's not always as... Uh, guaranteed delivery as we hope. How have you learned that truth, Kay? And how have you, what's happened in your life to reprogram you, if you will, to look to a different source? I think, you know, just what you were saying about the expectations. And so you have these expectations and then you get there and it's like, that's not exactly at all what what I thought was going to be. And you're right, job, school, (sighs) I mean, it goes through all of that. And so maybe with an openness. Hmm. That's such a great question, Elisa. Man, I've been a Christian since I was young. Hmm. Like I had a, 
had a great love for the Lord, even as a young child. He just gave that to me. I didn't really know what it was. I just knew that I mm. I really liked Jesus. Oh. And then I grew up in the South. So then there became this strange relationship with Jesus because I had to do and be in order to be okay. At least Ooh. that's what I heard. Okay. Yes, right. And so in my own personal life, I bumped up against that and met Grace quite frankly, on the other side of an eating disorder when I was in college. And I went to a real intense high school that just was hard. And and so I guess I coped with that stress through Mm. controlling something that I can control, okay? And so I met Grace for the first time. But even then, I don't think I had really sunk into the glory and the joy of the Lord's declarations upon us. Hmm. And so probably 20 years ago, I was sitting in that living room and I, my whole life had kind of read my Bible, didn't read my Bible, sort of had a lot, didn't really buy into the people that read their Bibles and loved it. I was like, yeah, right. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. What's that? And, um, You're just saying that. Oh You're my just gosh. saying that because you feel like you have to. So bad. <laughs> but yes, Erin, that was me. <laughs> me too. Me too. Oh I'm with you, Kay. So oh gosh, yeah. So one morning I was sitting there going, mm. you know what? I don't get it. I love you, Lord. I will mm. never stop worshiping you as God, but this Mm. Bible thing, it's really not doing much for me. But could you please show me who you are? Like, because I would love that. And you don't have to, because I'm not going to change what I think about you. But is that possible? Could you show me who you are? And so I sort of was like, okay, so maybe 15 minutes every day, I'll get up a little bit earlier and I'll just read your word. And that, I'm not kidding you, was it. Mm. Every day I started to read scripture just to know him. Mm -hmm. And I'm just telling you, not only have I not stopped, it just, it was like, and then when I got pregnant with our last child, who was a bit of just, you know, they were all surprises, a couple more surprising than the others, you know, especially that last surprise-y. one. Yeah, that was a super surprise. Um, and I was so frustrated because when you don't feel good, you can't get up early in the morning and you can't do these things that had become yeah. so special to me. And then he showed me, you've placed it all on that. Now I'm going to show you who I am everywhere. And so here's the deal. That feels great. It Mm. feels safe. It's like all of this stuff that you know about him, you you physically feel it. Mm -hmm. And when you bump up against the expectations that don't really pan out or the, you know, all this, you have to do these things. And you're like, well, who said that? Like, who who Mm -hmm. made that up? I'm pretty sure the world did. So that doesn't Mm -hmm. feel so great. And, and I honestly, think that's what it is because we like everyone listening we've lived hard days some Mm -hmm. really hard days that today I could say to you I'm not sure how we're standing after this last year and and we are standing in fullness and joy like how is that Mm -hmm. even possible yet I know it's true Mm -hmm. and so it it is it's like the epitome of the smoothing of the waters it's when he got in the boat and said Mm. we're going to the other side the storm comes in these seafaring men who know the waters are terrified Mm. and the lord says "Mm, peace be still and i think that's what you get and so i don't now i'm sitting there going does that even answer the question i'm not so sure i'm going to review it and see if i i hear it right because i think it is so powerful and and we want to like you know hook on to it latch on to it um mm-hmm. okay so that we can learn too and 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 so what i'm hearing yeah. is that god cracked an openness in you and the very place where you were kind of stuck which at the at that point was reading your bible 
<laughs> you know, you began to read your Bible and God began to speak to you through the Bible. What? Mm-hmm. You know, and then as you began to drop close mm-hmm. to him, he opened up more and more mm-hmm. and more avenues to mm-hmm. reach you and things began to come to make sense to you in very tangible ways until mm-hmm. boom, the last example you gave is an example of his peace. Yeah. His peace that has nestled you close to his heart and held you mm-hmm. through rocky times. Yeah. And good times. Mm-hmm. I think it's harder in the good times. Okay. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. Unpack that for me. I'm curious the difference between the hard times and the good times. Well, you know, in the hard, you've got nothing. Yeah. It's like, That's I've got right. nothing. All I, all I know is that I trust you. That's it. And and I may not even know that. Mm-hmm. Today, and where in this lovely road he has given us, I'm so, I just sit there going, why would you have shown us you this way? Like, mm. how do we get this? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just that going before him all the time, because it's available to everyone. So don't mm-hmm. ever, what he loves you. Like, yeah. he wants to know you. He celebrates you. Your eternity will forever be in his presence, okay? Mm-hmm. And so that's available today, except we just can't see it. And so it's mm-hmm. it's leaning into the unseen with the Lord who is over the seen and the unseen. His name is Jehovah Sabbath. And so in the good times, it's very hard to walk through good times and not have a little bit of a of this idea of like, yeah, I must be doing it right. I'm doing it right. Oh, yes, this, I finally, yes, I, I, I have done it right. It's well, and partly because we've received that type of economy since we were little children. You mm-hmm. were always graded. You're, you are, because in this world, that's what we do. You yeah. get paid based on your ability. You get graded based on your ability. Often you're included based on certain things, whether mm-hmm. it's your looks, your acumen, your talent, um, your name. It could be, I mean, you name it. Everything we look at as humans go into this if-then equation. If I do this, then I fill in the blank. And Mm -hmm. God's economy is not if-then. As I was writing this book, The Peace Project, I was sitting there going, those if-then steal. Like that steals your peace. Because man, Mm -hmm. there's a lot banking on it. And Mm -hmm. you have enough in that equation. And enough is elusive. Good luck. Mm -hmm. It never, as soon as you get there, it's off to another spot. However, God's equations are because then equations. Because I say you are known, because you are chosen, belong, because I see you, know that you are seen always. And so like even with the beautiful tagline of your show, because you're hitting to the core of Mm -hmm. the human needs to be seen and to be known. Mm-hmm. And these places that unsettle us, so often if we will start peeling it back and going, why am I unsettled? Like mm-hmm. this relationship hurts over here. Like, why does it always hurt me? Like what's in that? And if I really get to the why, I, I'm betting we would be sitting face to face with, I feel unseen mm-hmm. and I feel unsafe mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm going to get hurt. And if we take it to the truth, We find the one who says, I see you. And then you go to the one person, the only time his name was spoken in scripture was with Hagar, who Mm -hmm. literally was thrown out, discarded Mm -hmm. in the desert to die. And the one who met her there, Mm -hmm. she was the only one that got to say, Mm -hmm. Elroy, the God who sees me. Mm -hmm. And it must have been significant because he said to her, go back. And she did. Yeah. 
Okay. That's what I love about scripture. Cause it's like, you hit these passages that, you know, and it's sort of like, wait, if you pause for just a second, you'd go, well, why would she ever go back? Like they, they actively discarded her. Like right. they kicked her out. Like she was trash and mm. unwanted and discardable, which a person is not mm. discardable. A human being mm-hmm. is not cancelable. Mm. Where we came up with that, I don't know. Human beings are of the greatest worth. They're the Mm -hmm. Imago Dei. Mm -hmm. And she is. And he saw her and he called her by name. Hagar, what are you doing? Knowing full well what she was doing. And then he Mm -hmm. calls out her son's name that's in her womb. What? Mm -hmm. And he says, go back. Now, she had to have really trusted him. And there had to have been something about him that was phenomenal Mm -hmm. for her to be able to trust enough to go back. Because I would say, well, I don't feel like I'm seen. Mm -hmm. And there comes this challenge to us. Am I willing? Am I going to choose to believe the one who says you are seen? Because he says it. And again, in scripture, where does he say it? Let's flip over to Isaiah where he says, I call you by name. Don't Mm. don't be afraid. I call you by name. You are mine. Mm. You're mine. Mm. And then it's like, whose am I? Really? I mean, that's all I sit there and go, can we just sink into that for a minute? Because Mm. that's what allows you to meet expectations and just let them be expectations. Mm -hmm. That's what allows us to meet unsettledness and go, okay, Mm. why? And maybe lean into what's going to answer that unsettledness with Mm. truth so that we can sit in the peace of the one. Because I, okay, I love this too. You know, Jesus said when he came into the room after the resurrection, peace be with you. Mm-hmm. My peace be with you. My peace I give to you. Well, one of God's names is Jehovah Shalom, which is peace. And that's the peace he's talking about. Yeah. And it's completeness. It's wholeness. It's the coming together of opposites. It's yeah. why people say, why the nation of Israel even today would say shalom when they say hello and they say shalom when you say goodbye because it brings it together and it's where light informs darkness because that's that's kind of the key. Oh, yeah. When we come back, Kay Wills Wyma will share with us about a day where she was feeling far from peaceful. That and more is coming up next on this episode of God Hears Her. Christmas is coming, and we have a great way to help you celebrate it joyfully. The God Hears Her, a joyful Christmas kit includes our 31-day devotional with special readings for both morning and evening so you can start and end your day focused on Jesus. There's a joyful Christmas ornament to hang on your tree, as well as a notepad and pen to write notes. You'll also get access to coloring sheets, a frameable print, prayer prompts, and the God With Us booklet that you can download. So go to godhearsher.org slash joyfulchristmas to order your Christmas kit and get ready for a joy-filled Christmas. Now back to the show. Kate, you've been talking about peace, and and it's one characteristic of our relationship Mm -hmm. with God, but it's central, and and you've made that abundantly clear. And I can hear how... God has wooed you close to this characteristic Mm -hmm. of his being, which is Mm -hmm. peace. You know, how do you live it out in your life now? And what is Mm -hmm. your passion for how this understanding of peace influences how you and others live now? 
I've learned a lot about peace over this last year. And when we started what I kind of tongue in cheek termed as the soul 30, which um, mm. because, you know, around the, around these parts, people diet and do a whole 30. And by that, I haven't. I'm just saying I, I've never done <laughs> it. I'm a chicken. I'm so scared to do it. Like, Same. like oh, my goodness. Same. Okay, I'm so happy. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a... I'm scared of it. And, but I really was hit one morning with a, I, I just kind of mm. had a bad attitude one morning. I'd gone to my refrigerator. We I had gals coming over and I went to get milk for coffee. There's two jugs of milk mm. and I pick up the first one. It's empty. I pick up the next one. It's empty. Kind of like the cereal boxes. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> and honestly, at least I probably put one back myself, you know, kind of thing. Well, there's a drop. You know, I, why? I don't know. That. I would have I, just chucked it to the back. Oh, you know what? Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I really was I, I did sit there going really really people and um, so I got in my car and I pulled out we you know we still live with side drives and we kind of live on a packed street and I pulled out in this road rude pulled up on me and um, and again I just was like really and I was not invited to back up. I was forced because he was going mm. down. Okay. And so as I mm. did, even in my crummy attitude, I looked up and uh, this beautiful sun was coming through the sky of the clouds and I had a moment going, what am I doing? Like I'm in an air conditioned car. I'm in Texas. It's the summer. Thanks for that. You know, just seriously, mm-hmm. could I for a minute, I'm going to a grocery store with refrigerated items. People just might say hi, Kay, because I go to that grocery store. And right then and there, I'm like, what? And and I didn't realize it, but I was being grateful, you know? And so, mm-hmm. and, and crazy, I started to breathe because mm-hmm. looking up, you know, it's like my eyes are no longer on the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm breathing. Please go. And I genuinely backed up the street with a lighter heart, mm-hmm. which was, again, I didn't realize. I said it was an act of kindness. And then as the car drove by, I looked in the window and behind the wheel of that car was a human being. And I, Mm. for a moment, was like, I have no idea what's going on in that guy's day. He could be racing to the hospital. Mm -hmm. He could be late for work. I mean, he could be a not nice person. And life is long when you're not a nice person. That's right. And I just, I wasn't being over spiritual. I wasn't doing anything. But in that moment, I was like, Lord, please, I don't know what's happening. Please walk with them to this Mm -hmm. day. Please give them peace. And, And I drove off and I felt like... I mean, it was almost like I drank a jolt cola back from the 1980s, you know, where you'd like, I felt so good. And I went to the grocery store feeling great. I came home feeling great. I told the ladies that got there, you're not going to believe what happened this morning. Like, I feel great. And that I now know mm-hmm. I did it in the moment. I was curious, which is why I started going, what would happen if you practice these things for 30 days? Like, would that change? Would that be like good for your thoughts and as much as a diet might be good for your physical health? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I now know that feeling that I had was peace. Like mm-hmm. peace is euphoric. Peace gives you energy. Peace literally physically makes you feel terrific. And so it was purely out of because I'm weird, probably. I don't know why my kids put up with me. And I don't know why my friends put up with me because I really am like, hey, guys, you want to try? <laughs> and they said yes. And I was sort of like, I was joking. I didn't mean that, you know. <laughs> but once you say it, you do it. And I now sit going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because mm-hmm. in doing these practices, which I did not make up. 
the reason why they blanket you, like you, you mm-hmm. said earlier, Lisa, like it's like a hug or it's like a hemming in. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's so good is because it actually is the greatest commandment. Yeah. Living it out. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Thankfulness. Mm-hmm. My eyes are not on me. Love others as yourself, which is not a narcissistic thing. It's yeah. like, hey, by the way, you're in mm-hmm. this equation too. That's and right. if we admit it, we are the hardest ones for us to love. That's right. So Kay, you've given some beautiful examples about how we can respond and receive peace through gratitude and kindness and and mercy. And I'm thinking there's an element of surrender really in all of those where we really participate in what God wants to do. And and what I'm, what I'm swirling here, I feel like I have this big pot I'm stirring and Kay, you're just, Mm -hmm. you're putting all these ingredients in it and I'm stirring this pot, trying to discover what is it that you're trying Mm -hmm. to describe. And, and what I think it is, is that when we enter that kind of peace that only comes from God, that's beyond us, that involves Mm -hmm. thankfulness and and relinquishment and this kind of acceptance that you're talking about, Kay, um, we do move to a whole different place. Mm -hmm. And then we can remember it when we come to the next place and the next place and the next place and open ourselves to the fact that God really can create peace in a surprising place, a a, a no big deal place, like when you're driving in an alley or a huge thing when you're financially challenged or you're Mm -hmm. losing somebody who's so precious to you. God can Mm -hmm. provide that. Talk to us about how we can, I mean, some people may have Mm -hmm. never had the first moment. And and so we want to encourage everybody to to take a risk on the fact Mm -hmm. that God can produce peace. It's his Mm -hmm. fruit. He's the one who brings it. He's the one who gives it to us. Mm -hmm. But then how can we um, continue to embrace it and practice it? Well, I love how you framed all of that because it made me like one of the things I was curious about when we started this is neural pathways. Mm -hmm. Describe that, Kay, for somebody like me who's not that scientific. (laughs) Well, and neither am I. I don't even play a scientist on TV. And my kids don't ask for help with science or math. And I used to be an investment banker. Ha ha. You know, like, really? Um, And so anyway, I find them interesting because your brain functions off of electricity and it functions off firing like you're mm-hmm. you have synapses that fire constantly as you're thinking and doing things and we know that there are certain things that work that way and so even as i sat with going why did i physically feel good because i am curious i'm sort of like if it's something then there's going to be science to back it up or mm-hmm. and there's going to be people that are a lot smarter than me weighing in on this and so i just was curious what is thankfulness? What is kindness? Mm-hmm. What is mercy? Well, it doesn't take long to find because we live in a day and age where people actually mm-hmm. can study the brain now. Like we have access to information we've never had access to. And so yeah. they know what's going on in your brain and they actually can track it. And so why does being thankful feel good? Because it literally is firing parts of your brain that produce dopamine, mm-hmm. that give you endorphins, that hit serotonin. And so you're physically feeling the impact of it. Thankfulness. We know it's true. They know it. Throw kindness in there. Same Mm -hmm. exact thing. Mm -hmm. And they're learning that, okay, so you can do different kinds of kindness. You can do it where you're getting something in return. And guess what? That works. It's sort of like smiling, just moving the motions of your, (laughs) of your face actually fire these, these good feelings inside of you. When you do an act of kindness that's altruistic with nothing else on the other side, Mm. (laughs) it lights up a region of your brain that is only lit by that. And 
Not only does it fire these great things, it also dilates your blood vessels so that your blood pressure actually lowers. And so the physicality of it is significant. Okay, so here's another thing I find interesting. Because as we're growing up, we have all kinds of thoughts that we tend to go to. When change occurs, when stress happens, you instantly are going to these fear places and you have neural pathways in your brain that are highly traveled pathways. Hmm. And they tend to go along the lines of fear, anxiety, worry. And so when you hit a change, that's instantly where you're going because the ruts are deep. Okay. Wow. And so uh, that's where I really was sitting there going, what if you could change the ruts? Yes. What if you yeah. could change the ruts? And that's where I was sort of like, okay, if I now know that these things are happening when you do these kinds mm-hmm. of things, they're learning it with compassion. They're learning it mm-hmm. with grace that as you actively do these things, mm-hmm. that again, it's it's making these ruts. So I sat there going, if you do this, we know that if you're thinking it, it's firing it and it's making it. But when you act on it, it's even more significant. Wow. And so you actually can change the neural pathways in your brain. So the peace is where you're going first mm. instead of anxiety. Brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Is that true? Mm. We just did a book club on this book. There were 30 days in June. And so we did the soul 30 for 30 days. There was a, a really sweet gal just moved back to Dallas and she had uh, moved away a couple of years ago, super stressful because moving is hard. Yeah. She didn't know anybody, didn't even realize that she was living in anxiety and fear. Okay. Mm. And so she just very sweetly came because, you know, a friend of it invited her and she wanted to meet new people, that kind of stuff. And so she was living in anxiety and fear and worry and concern mm. and, and knew that she was tight all the time and and just really easy to blow off course but she thought you know what i don't know about this but i'm just going to start being thankful every day Mm. and started writing it down she said last night she goes i can't tell you this literally has changed my life because i now without even thinking i'm going instantly to these places that aren't stress ridden Mm -hmm. that aren't filled with anxiety and, and it's blown her mind. Yeah. And then I sit there and think, well, of course, because scripture says so, like mm-hmm. transform your thoughts and yeah. make them obedient to me, which by the way, good luck for me doing that. Yeah. I can't. But when you engage with things like compassion, that is so otherworldly. That is mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. When I go to forgiveness, when I go to mercy or when I go to, you know, just getting rid of the bitterness or whatever yeah. it is. That's when I I can't do that, but the Lord does. Mm -hmm. And that's like the the depth of your soul. And so you've got these things going on that are actually changing your neural Mm -hmm. pathways. And he says, I keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast in me. And it's it's not just the thoughts, it's the actions that go with the thoughts, because by the way, he created us for it. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and maybe one of the greatest things you're you're saying here, the most truthful, Kay, is you know, God is the author of these qualities. Yeah. You know, he is the God of all comfort. God is love. Uh, mm-hmm. kindness and mercy and peace are the fruit of his spirit. Mm-hmm. And we know these characteristics full well when we put our finger on them, you know. But to, what you're suggesting, I think, is that we are hooking into him, really. Yes. And and it's not, you know, our own making. That yes. How practical that is and how beyond ourselves. I, I didn't it. realize that it could be practical. Mm. I, I honestly didn't until... Yeah. 
until that morning. And I wasn't asking for it. And I had a bad attitude. Yeah. Because somebody said to me, God, that was brilliant that you did thankfulness, then kindness, then mercy. And I was like, oh, here's the deal. I didn't. Mm-hmm. It was given to me. And for whatever reason, because I was like, why, why did I feel so good? Mm-hmm. Then came the unpacking. And then yeah. came the, uh, oh, my goodness. No wonder. And so the story is his goodness, his story. Mm-hmm. It's what he has set aside for us and that you don't have to walk it alone. And I think that's the, the biggest thing is yeah. that you're, you're not alone in this. And so we mm-hmm. put ourselves out there to go, you're never, you're not alone because he says you're not alone because he's mm-hmm. with you always because his name is Emmanuel. But at the same time, we're together in life. And so it's like, here's the together. Don't ever feel alone. We've set the bar low, but more than anything, mm-hmm. just try it. Do yeah. it today yeah. and get a notepad or something. Start practicing these things because they're his and they're for us because it is him. Yes, Elisa, all of those. He is compassion. You know, I'm slow. I'm, I'm slow to anger. I'm compassionate. He sees us. He is grace. He is patience. is filled with wisdom. I hope everyone learned as much as I did from this conversation and we can all start feeling more at peace. I hope so, Erin. Boy, we need it. Well, before we close out today's episode of God Hears Her, we want to remind you that the show notes are available in the podcast description. The show notes not only contain talking points for today's episode, but also links to connect with Erin and me on social and a link for Kay Wills Wyma's book, The Peace Project. You can visit our website at godhearsher.org. That's godhearsher.org. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget, God hears you. He sees you and he loves you because you are his. Today's episode was engineered by Ann Stevens and produced by Mary Jo Clark, Daniel Ryan Day, and Jade Gustafson. Today, we also want to recognize Diana and Mary for their help in creating the God Hears Her podcast. Thank you. God Hears Her is a production of our Daily Bread Ministries.